Sharp Scratch, episode 55, Hobbies Part 2. This is a podcast brought to you by the BMJ and sponsored by Medical Protection, where we bring together medical students, junior doctors and expert guests to discuss all the things that you need to know to be a good doctor, but you might not get taught at medical school. I'm Nikki and I'm the Editorial Scholar here at the BMJ and I'm also a fourth year medical student at the University of Manchester. I'm excited to be joined today by my good friends, Andrew and KOD. Andrew, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, um, I'm Andrew. I'm a third year student at the Scott Gem programme uh, up in Scotland with the uh, University of Dundee and University of St Andrews. So, yeah, nice to be here. Great to have you with us. And Kaede? Hi, I'm Kaede. I am a fourth year medical student at the University of Dundee. And it's just, yeah, I just, I've just remembered Andrew and I are visiting our exams together, aren't we? Yeah, we are, yeah. It's going to be so, so strange. <laughs> How far away are your exams? <laughs> in july just before yeah. my birthday so it's fine so, like oh, we finished luck. three days before my birthday provided i don't have to do any resets or anything that's like good. that and we'll be in the same year next year as well yeah we will oh, we'll both be in sunday so together yeah exactly we need to some combined sharp scratch is it sunny and sunday right now i'm not no saying comment. anything <laughs> <laughs> no comment okay <laughs> So today's episode builds a bit on our last episode, so we're still talking about our hobbies as medical students. In the last episode we reflected a bit on why we might have done a certain hobby or certain activities before medical school and in particular we discussed a lot of our sort of more measurable like achievements or things that we might have had, a lot of sort of tick boxes and hoop jumping. Um, But today we're going to focus slightly more on why we might still do some of these hobbies or things that we kind of do for fun and particularly what they for our well-being but first things first let's talk about our panel today so run us both through your hobbies that you used to do before medical school and then we'll get on to what we what we all do now Andrew do you want to kick off yeah um so I'm probably the least interesting um trying to think what I would have done before uh, medical school I mainly just played like five-a-side football um uh, with my friends back home uh, and we'd do that maybe once a week or something like that and wasn't particularly good didn't do anything special with it, didn't compete anywhere, and it was very just turn up on a Monday night and just play uh, for, for an hour, and that, that was kind of the main thing. Um, when I was at school, I used to sort of play guitar, um, and I was in uh, <laughs> like a, a rubbish wee band with two of my friends at school, and we kind of, again, didn't really do anything special with that. I think we played, we headlined the charity gig in the last year of school, <laughs> that was probably our biggest That's deal. Sneaky. And uh, played at a few cafes and things, um, uh, and like a Christmas party for somebody's dad. And that was kind of the peak of my uh, hobbies. Um, I didn't really do anything special for getting into medicine, because uh, I just didn't really fancy trying to. Um, uh, and I didn't really have a great drive to try and tick things off. But um, uh, yeah, so that's probably me. Uh, nothing too special and nothing too fancy. <laughs> but I, I still think it's special, especially yeah. if you were doing them for the right reasons, like for yeah, like, things yeah, that no, you I, enjoyed doing. Yeah, I enjoyed them, especially the the musical stuff was like the scariest stuff I've ever done, like getting up on stage. I absolutely hated. So big respect to people who actually do that regularly. I think you both do that in some sort of uh, aspect. I was going to um, say, I think the majority of the Sharp Scratch panel have a musical background yeah of some sort I, don't they yeah i think so yeah, i think um, so i'm just taking through going through everyone yeah. in my head like today oh my god it's Jared's birthday today but she's also <laughs> like um um 
booking. She's also like booked like her first her two DJ gigs, DJing yeah. gigs. I'm just like, that is so cool. Yeah. Like she's such a saucy, awesome individual. Yeah. I'm just like, I wouldn't be like you when I grow up, even though I'm older than you, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I just remember like having to get on a stage to play guitar. You know, just at, like to your know, school school peers, and I just remember thinking, this is the worst thing ever. Um, I hate this. Performing um, to people you know is so much worse than strangers. Yeah, I, I would much rather agree. like hundreds of strangers to like ten people I know. Yeah, um, it was, it was very low key, and uh, I uh, um, I totally milked it for my medicine applications, but like I didn't do that. I didn't know I was applying to medicine at that time. Um, if that makes sense. Um, That's so, interesting. Yeah. yeah. What what do you mean by milked it? Uh, oh, like That's oh, I was uh, I just said oh, uh, in a band you're performing and and uh, like playing for charity and all this type of thing. Uh, you know, it made it seem like yeah. I was you know a budding. Uh, we were a budding band, but actually we were just kind of doing it because we were quite bored and it seemed like, like, good, like good fun. See, I think that's really good, though, because you did what you kind of enjoyed and you made yeah. it fit the boxes that you probably yes, needed to tick exactly. for yes. the application rather than doing it the other way around. Yeah. That's really interesting. What about you, KD? What, what sort of stuff did you get up to in your teenage years? So just like listening to like Andrew's story, all, all, I, all I can think of is, okay, Andrew's moving to Dundee soon. So we can start a band together. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, no. You can right, play well, guitar. When, when you hear the sharp scratch f- theme tune changes, you'll yeah. know why. Yeah. My flatmate off. plays the bass as well. I've got other friends who play bass slash keyboard. I can pretend to play the drums. <laughs> like, be one of those cool singers who, like, sings and drums at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did I do in school? I don't know. I... I'm not gonna lie. I was a teacher's pet. Like, I was a trier. I tried really hard at everything. Um, so I did lots of music um, as well. But that was only from like when I was year ten. So like a weird hybrid between Andrew and you, Nikki. So I was in like the chamber choir, but I also like I was the rebel in the chamber choir who did pop music too. <gasps> and uh, um, I just remember spending a lot of time in the music department just messing about on instruments. I picked up flute during sixth form just to prove to myself that I can do it. I did it, played in a concert and then dropped it. I was like, yeah, well, I can play the flute. I'm fine. Um, taught myself guitar as well. Box ticked. But haven't really played guitar since. Um, I did lots of drama, which which was probably like the thing I did the most of when I was in school. I was, I was in, always like in multiple shows a year. And fun fact, I once auditioned for uh, for the role of Macbeth and I nearly got it, but I got beaten to the role by this guy who was two years below me. And now he's appeared in episodes of Doctor Who. So like, you know what? The right person got the role. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I, I tried really hard in everything, I guess. I wasn't good at sports, but I would say I could run really fast. And so like, my PE teacher only cared about me during like the summer months when we we're doing athletics. The rest of the time, I just didn't exist to him. But <laughs> I could, I could, I could run and I could do hurdles in straight lines. Nothing that required movement too much. Still, really well-rounded though. Like sports, music, drama, a bit of everything. Yeah, I, I just liked, I just liked doing stuff. It was just, I, I, I just remember having, like, rarely going straight home after school. 
yeah. and not because I had a detention or anything, just because I was just doing something <laughs> after school, anything that was available, because it's like, why not? So out of all of the things that you guys have mentioned, what which hobbies have you guys kept up? Do you still do any of the things that you mentioned? Uh, not really too much. Um, I mainly played to both uh, my friends back home, but now because I'm moving about all the place, I don't get to do that anymore. Um, and I still have my guitar, but I've not really been playing it that much. But I've recently taken up uh, photography, which is like my new my new hobby now that I'm into. Um, and I've been doing that for um, probably about two years now, and uh, really enjoying it. Um, I think I got the I got decided to get a camera because at the end of first year because I knew I would be traveling around Scotland just for this course because um, it's got like aspects of rural medicine where they want you to be based in different parts of Scotland so I thought Scotland's pretty good looking Um should probably get a camera <laughs> and take photos of it and I quite enjoy taking photos with my phone as everyone does so I thought I'll go up another level and get an actual camera and see how I find that uh, and actually get really into it um, and really enjoy it um, and I feel like it's something that I actually enjoy just for the sake of doing it and I don't really have any other sort of aspirations with it uh, which is quite yeah. a nice thing I think. Um, yeah because you mentioned to me before didn't you that some of your friends have suggested that you should start selling some of your photos because listeners he's that good you should probably follow his Instagram or something to see the no, photos no. that he takes. <laughs> You're making but... me blush. No I, 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 had a, I had a few people saying oh have you ever thought about making this a business or I mean not many, not many folk have said that. <laughs> but I've had a couple of people say, <laughs> but some have. Some, some have, uh, and saying, that's you know, enough. That's that, all you need. That's all I need. But um, I, I don't know. I've always sort of resisted it because then I'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll have to actually start really properly doing things because obviously people are paying for it. You can't just wing it, which is what I, I usually do. Mm-hmm. I'll maybe take lots of photos yeah. and then maybe not look at them for a few weeks, um, just because mm-hmm. I've got other things to do. And if you start making it a business, I don't know. I'm worried that it would add an element of stress to it and I would start to resent it a wee bit. Yeah, the pressure. Um, mm. So I don't know. Maybe one day, if this whole medicine stuff doesn't work out, uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> go to the photography. But um, so you see tons of things about, oh, you should make money out of your hobbies and all that type of thing, which is it's, that's fine. But um, I don't know. Just for me, I quite like the fact that it's just a hobby and uh, it's just really... For me, although I do like post things on you know like Instagram or whatever, it's actually quite nice to just look back at the ones that I took right at the start because I thought they were really really good photos, and then when I look back and go, oh man, that they are awful. <laughs> oh, no, not- but I like having them because it's like a reminder of, oh, I remember taking that, and this is where I was and what I was doing and what I was trying to do, and what I liked about it. And now when I look back, yeah. you can kind of go, all right, I, I really don't think. I like that anymore but I still like the fact that it's there and I can look back on it and you can sort of see yourself getting better over the over years yeah. um which is quite which is what I like about it um and I'm sure are you and like you, always ready to take a good photo like do you have your camera or your phone like always on yeah, you ready or I'll do you take, go I'll out take, particularly to take photos uh, it's a mix I'll usually I usually keep my camera in my bag just in case but um quite often especially being up north I'm up in Thurso just now so Caithness is like the county that I'm in and there's just beaches and amazing sights everywhere and I was just in Orkney at the weekend there. Um, so things like that, I'll be like, I'm going to go out and take photos, um, which is uh, quite fun. And then there's different types of photos you can take that you need different gear for and 
and it's only once you go there without the gear and you try to do the thing and then you're like oh i actually can't take this photo why can't i take this photo and then it's like you have to go and learn about it and read up about it and then you come back with the thing you need and you're like oh i can do it now so I, I, all that type of thing of trying to take a photo that you just can't i quite like um yeah uh, and then once you actually manage it it's really quite um rewarding i think uh, and enjoyable yeah you seem to be getting a lot of like satisfaction out of like getting better and it would see it's yeah the things that you yeah and i yeah. think the nice thing is it's not really for anything else except for my own enjoyment you know it's not for mm. money or you know an application somewhere or a competition or anything like that it's really for um own satisfaction which i quite quite like and then also having people say oh you should make money from that is like actually quite nice in itself um, and kind of a nice thing for people to say yeah even if i don't follow through on it <laughs> <laughs> it's a compliment isn't it yeah it's yeah, yeah it's nice uh what about you Katie? what what sort of stuff do you get up to now so i was, I was just again like just reflecting on what like andrew was saying because like one of my friends i say friend twitter mutual i should say because i've never <laughs> met him in real life um his name's Jaden gittins he's like a medical medic medic at liverpool uni i think it's liverpool um and he wrote a, he, he wrote a blog about his extracurriculars and it generally did like change the way I look at things a wee bit so he just he wrote about like all the piano playing and all the different things he used to do while when he was at school and like studying towards piano grades and as, as soon as he finished school or got and got to uni he just stopped doing it and that's because he just didn't feel the need to anymore but then once he removed like the pressure of having to like do any grades and just started playing piano just for fun he's like discovered his love for piano again and yeah. i was like oh my god that is so so like 100 100% like so many different people's journeys where i feel like as soon as you start uni you just drop everything because you don't have to do it anymore and you don't want the pressure but then when you just remove that pressure like you've done andrew and you're just doing it because i want to do it and i don't i don't have any intention of making any money from it or anything it's just for my own benefit then you can really like i guess enjoy life <laughs> rather than trying to reach the next goal and the next goal and the next goal and the next goal like where does it ever stop and then you also just reminded me of someone similar to you but this one's an author orthopedic reg at dundee i can't remember his name but he's a painter and like his paintings now sell for like thousands of pounds and it's like really and this Why? is just something he just started doing just for fun i f I saw a little glint in your eye there andrew i feel like you i've made i might have changed your mind a little bit um <laughs> it's just like just he started doing like paintings for fun like at some point he went to like italy to do like a painting course just because he wanted to do it and now his paintings are being shown in galleries and being sold for money Why? and he's still just doing it for enjoyment's sake not because someone's commissioned him to do it or anything he's just i've done this you may want to buy it if you want to that's your problem it's not really my problem anymore like my art is there for the world now no i get i get <laughs> i know i get exactly what you mean because it's like he's not having to like push himself massively to start to make money from it but it's like an avenue that you can go down where you know you can do the thing that you really enjoy and and, and have a passion for but at the end of it you know there's that option of yeah somebody can pay money for it if they want but you know 
I'm still a, an orthopedic registrar, you know, still earning money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really do much acting anymore since I started awesome. at Dundee, but I still do lots of music. Um, mm. But I would say the type of music I do now has like completely changed because I would say I was very much a choral music, the musical theater, Kelly Clarkson type <laughs> person. And now I'm a soul. I feel attacked. <laughs> but, but, but now I do like soul and funk music and that sort of stuff. Like previously, I, re I would refuse to sing songs by men. I don't know why. I just did not like male songs. But now I... I, I am embracing the lower parts of my vocal register now and not singing songs super high just because I could. Just, Amazing. yeah, it's, it's nice. And then I'd say my biggest extracurricular that I've taken up is probably going to the gym. It's like my, ha it's genuinely like my new happy place. Yeah. Like during lockdown without the gym, it was horrible. Mm. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Did you get a wee home gym? I tried for a few weeks and decided it's not for me. Like, it's not the same. Mm. I it's like to... so uninspiring doing home yeah. workouts. It's, it's just... horrible. It's just like, what is this? Like, I need big heavy weights to pretend it's mm. like it makes up for a lack of personality or something. Like, just let me lift heavy <laughs> things. Big I also think it's like the environment of being around other people who are also working out that I, I just find it if I'm like on my living room floor I will just end up on the sofa it's like whoops yeah <laughs> like there's that like there's that pressure of like okay I need to actually do the workout because I'm here now number one and number two someone else is waiting to use the equipment so I can't just waste my time doing nothing I need to actually use it and move so but whereas at home it's like well it's just in my living room I guess I'll go later so I'll do it later <laughs> and then you just never end up doing it and when you do actually do it it's just meh okay so reflecting a bit on like the hobbies that you guys do do now or like or the activities that you enjoy doing why do you think that you still do them because obviously we have limited time mm. why do we why do we still bother if that makes sense um I think it's probably just for like I find that I kind of just switch off a wee bit. I also like I think that the the big thing up here is actually there's so many like nice like places to go, so much like scenery that I always end up speaking to patients about the fact how how nice it is around here and the fact that like nobody really in the central belt really realizes. And by central belt, I mean like Glasgow and Edinburgh, and maybe even Dundee. I don't know. And Dundee. Um, and uh, Dundee. Uh, we count as central belt yeah, as well, Andrew. They don't even really know what's above Inverness, so. Um, the the, the the full Highlands experience is that there's so much nice scenery up here and it's really easy to just take a camera and get a good photo. So I think just actually that motivation to take a photo actually gets you out and about and doing things. Um, so I feel like I kill a few birds with the wind stone actually with the photography thing. And I think it is just that drive to maybe just do something not medicine related. It's just totally kind of go out, see something nice and take a photo of it. And then also come back and put it onto the computer and try and tweak it a wee bit and see if you can salvage some terrible photos that you've taken <laughs> um, by editing them into something good. So like for me, there's quite a few aspects of photography that I quite enjoy. I remember going to try and take a photo of the night sky, thinking just, just point the camera at the night sky and take a photo, it should be quite easy. But actually it's like a lot more complicated than that. And uh, you have to try and 
adjust your camera for the movement of the stars and all this type of stuff and i was like come on this is so complicated but that whole act of like trying to go back through your skill and and try and learn why you're doing the things you're trying to do like so it's a bit like i suppose it is a bit like trying to learn a new skill and and refine it a wee bit over time and it's just so unrelated to medicine that i think is probably what i quite like about it and oh you could become a radiologist (laughs) (laughs) i could could, but i don't think i will (laughs) no shade to radiologists no shade no shade um, what about you, Katie? What what makes you like get up and want to go to the gym or want to sing jazz music? Or I would say it's because I've timetabled myself into doing it. Um, <laughs> like I I I will be the first person to admit I'm a very very highly strung person and very tightly wound. Even though it doesn't come across that way, but I am secretly. Um, and I feel like in terms of the extracurricular game, I feel like I've sussed it out. Like. So I kind of, I've kind of split up my extracurriculars into like three main headings, and each year I make a decision w- what I'm going to w- one thing I'm going to do for each of those headings. So like one is like an, an academic thing, one is like a volun- voluntary type charity thing, and one is just for fun. And in the last few years, music and singing has always been my just for fun one. Yeah, and. So even so, even on the weeks where I really can't be bothered to go to rehearsals, obviously this is pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, I would still force myself to go every Thursday because I was like, no, this is my fun time. I'm going to go do it, which doesn't really sound like fun. But I'm forcing myself to go and have fun. <laughs> I'm forcing myself. I've scheduled fun, but in it, <laughs> it's, it's it's a case of it pays off in the end because if you don't turn up to rehearsals, you're not really ready for like the gigs and like the shows yeah. and, and and everything. You don't want to be sight reading. And if you don't turn. I can't sight read, so yeah. Um, and even though it's jazz, you still need to like know how the song goes in the first place, yeah. and like practice like with the full band. And then like my academic one, where there's like just doing like a research project or doing like signing up for like teaching sessions or whatever, or or organizing teaching sessions. That would be like each year I choose like a different way to do my academic thing, and then each year I choose like a different way to do like my voluntary charity charitable type thing and yeah and I guess it's just my way of forcing myself to be a well-rounded individual who does things rather than just sits at home because given the choice I think I would not choice given the opportunity I should say I would just sit at home and watch Netflix which is not (laughs) I think that's a legitimate hobby but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i don't want my eyes to get square isn't that what they used to say no, if you watch too much tv your eyes go square or something like that i don't know but don't I, I, I just feel like i need that. to be slightly um more productive with my time so like you know listening to podcasts <clears throat> um <laughs> okay we'll just we'll hear a little bit more about your hobbies but that will be right after this How much do you care about indemnity right now? Probably not a lot. You're still a few years away from really worrying about claims and complaints from patients. But being part of medical protection is about a lot more than just indemnity. We can be there if something goes wrong, but we're also here to help make sure things go right too. We're the only medical defence organisation that protects doctors all over the world. From London to Brisbane, Cork to Cape Town, 
300,000 members benefit from our expert advice and support throughout their career. During your years at medical school, your membership is completely free. You'll get training resources that can help you become an even better doctor, plus a dedicated student team there for you when you need it most. And when it comes to your elective, you can trust in our international experience to protect you wherever you choose to go. It's no wonder that 90% of medical students in the UK choose to be part of medical protection. You can find out more at medicalprotection.org. Okay, back to the show. So I put a call out on Twitter to ask listeners about their weird and wonderful hobbies, and we had a good response. Hi everyone, my name is Penelope Sutrickle and I'm a fourth year medical student at the University of Leeds. I'm currently intercalating in a Masters of Research as well. And my hobby is that I like to do martial arts in my spare time. So I'm actually a fourth down black belt in karate and telling people this is quite funny when I first meet them because I'm also five foot. And I'm also the president of kickboxing and Krav Maga at the University of Leeds. Kickboxing is a great way to improve yourself, improve your confidence, improve your fitness and also make really great friends by smashing pads. We also organise lots of events with other universities, fight nights, etc. To be honest, I think martial arts gets a bit of a bad rep for having to be big and strong, but actually it's not about that at all. It's about improving yourself, improving your focus, your determination, and just being the best you can be. So I think martial arts should be for everyone and that everyone should have a go. And please, if you're considering doing a martial arts, do go ahead and do it, no matter how tall you are, how big you are, or how good you think you'll be at it. I'm Julia and I'm a graduate entry medical student and my big hobby outside of medicine is playing the organ and conducting choirs and making all sorts of other music. Something I've been doing since my early teen years where I was singing a lot and for me the organ was the next big frontier as this complicated, powerful, um, big, interesting instrument. It just made sense for me and I actually did my first degree in music where I was doing a lot of performing on the organ and running lots of choirs and in many respects I feel that it has been very useful and instrumental, pardon the pun, in medicine in affording me leadership opportunities fairly early on in my life. During my teens I was running groups of musicians Um, and equally the sort of dexterity that is required in order to be using all your limbs at the same time to play an instrument and to be thinking in other respects and working with groups of people to put something together, to create something. Um, And equally, I feel that it's really instrumental to my well-being. Um, It's really important for me to be able to use that music to get away from my studying, to get away from the hospital environment and just to create I can't I don't think that can be underestimated and I suppose the final benefit is that it's given me a really good idea for a memoir name if I'm ever important enough to write a memoir I will definitely be calling it organs to organs. Hello my name's Taranika Ahilan and I am a final year medical student at UCL. The hobby that I'd like to share with you today is dancing specifically Bharatanatyam dancing and salsa dancing. So I've been doing Bharatanatyam dancing for about 12 years now, um, but actually stopped before I came to uni and picked it up again in my third year. And likewise, I picked up salsa in third year. And I just love them both because they're so freeing. It's just a really nice perspective outside of the bubble of medicine and makes me feel like my whole life, my whole self-worth isn't just medical school. 
I've met some amazing people doing them and it's done my physical health and my mental health wonders and they're both something that I definitely like to continue post-medical school. My name is Lauren, I'm an ST4 in Garmin HIV and when lockdown started I got into cross-stitch. It's really nice to do something that's so different to my day-to-day job and I really like having a creative outlet Um, There's a lot of modern cross-stitch patterns around now and I like stitching little snarky sayings or medical jokes for my colleagues and things like that. Um, I'm not the most artistic person in the world, I can't sort of really draw or create in that way so it's also quite relaxing that with cross-stitch you get to follow the pattern and it can be quite mindful that you you can just sort of tune out of it and just do some stitching with the TV in the background or something like that. So yeah, I'm really enjoying my new hobby. I found it really interesting because like the first half was like, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say odd, but it was just like, it was very interesting that they seemed to make it about how it was relevant, how, how, how like the hobbies will make them better doctors. Whereas the second set of voices were like, oh yeah, well-being, like I'm doing this for my own sake. So I just found it really interesting, like the different ways people view um, extracurricular activities. I would say I'm very much in the middle um, yeah. for my well-being and also it will make me a better doctor type situation. But yeah, I found, I found that really interesting. Yeah, I, I was actually going to be my next question was whether you guys think that your hobbies will make you better doctors, whether or not it's directly or whether it's because you might be a healthier person and happier person and therefore a better doctor. Yeah, that's quite a good way to think about it. Because like, I suppose sort of like some of the um, voice notes mentioned, they can see skills that they're developing with their hobby that they can then relate to being a doctor either in any NHS or in a hospital. But, yeah, that's quite an interesting way to view it. Or, or if it's actually just the fact that you keep mm-hmm. you know, a hobby that actually keeps you sort of sustained and uh, a sane person, that then yeah. means you're a good doctor because you actually you can go home and do things that make you happy and then, therefore, you're a wee bit refreshed and actually motivated to maybe go to work and help people. Um, it's a nice thing to do. I think I'm definitely in the second half. I don't think, yeah, unless I was to become a radiologist and I get really into X-rays and all that type of thing, I, I don't think um, I don't think my photography is going to make me I that much. Know. I wonder. I wonder if you could apply any sort of hobby or skill to making you a better doctor if you really tried, like that's oh, like attention to detail. And if you, if you, sorry, you say it then. You say it. Then. Oh no, because I'm just thinking about like when so last year and the year before, like my voluntary type extracurricular was like. Um, helping people get into medicine and that type of stuff and genuinely like the biggest thing I had to do was like get people to like believe in their own source mm. and I literally spend so much time being like yo you're doing xyz like that is amazing even though it's something that they might feel like it's so irrelevant yeah like I, I, I genuinely think that any extracurricular is relevant any experience is relevant experience for whatever you're going to do it just depends on how you're able to reflect on it and how you're able yeah, to like completely. put that across to an interview panel or whatever so obviously don't be don't be doing things because oh yeah i want to look good for this application 
like I would say take a leaf out of Andrew's book and just do things that you enjoy and with the appropriate reflection you can like really spin it and make it sound like the most amazing well it is the most amazing thing in the world because you're doing it so like just yeah just do what you want to do so the the takeaway message from this episode is to be more like Andrew you you just beat me to the punch that's exactly what I was going to say and yeah why do I keep stealing people's comments I know Nikki get out of my mind (laughs) no do you know I actually relate really um, uh, a lot to the the cross stitch hobby because I think when I got the camera and I started taking photos I realised I've actually not been very creative for like years because I would have done I'd have left school and then went and did pharmacy for four years and I think during pharmacy I was mainly just playing football and there's not a lot of uh, uh, creativity in, in pharmacy it's probably in the same way there's not really that much creativity in medicine and I think when I started taking photos I actually realized I was like I've not really been very creative for like years and I used to be I didn't do art or anything like that very far into school but I remember being okay at it and enjoying it and you know obviously I did a wee bit of music as well but I think I probably went throughout the whole pharmacy without doing anything creative and it was only once I started taking photos I was like oh there's a whole side of me that I actually haven't really exercised at all that is probably a good part of being like kind of like what you were saying Coyote like a well-read person that's not just uh, super medicine or logical or sciencey. Um, it's actually probably not, quite nice to have a bit of a mix and probably maybe overall makes you a better person and therefore better doctor, I don't know. Um, but I related quite a lot to that cross-stitching hobby. It seemed like they were really enjoying it. So I'm wondering, what would you both say to any listeners that might be listening to all these people with their really cool and really exciting hobbies and thinking, oh my God, I don't, I don't do anything that's that exciting. Because I guess, I guess what I'm asking is, is watching TV, going out for dinner or online shopping, are they hobbies? I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> is that friend's name Nikki by any chance? Maybe. <laughs> What do you think, Kildi? Um, well, throw me in at the deep end. Okay, Andrew. Um, I don't know. It just depends on the way you look at it, to be honest. I kind of feel this is obviously this is my own personal opinion. Disclaimer alerts. This is not this is not the um, opinion of Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts or the BMJ. In fact, this is my own personal opinion. I think what makes a good doctor is experience and I think I'm going to be a good doctor. I hope I'd be a good doctor. And I think that would be because I've, I feel like I've just experienced lots of different things in life. And I would say that is like my big strength in medicine. Like I, I wouldn't say I fit any like stereotypical um, mold. So I guess whatever you're doing, as long as you're doing something i don't think it really matters so the facts that you really like shopping or they like watching netflix shows that could be something that could make you more relatable to a patient like i remember when i used to work with um young people and kids and stuff just being a because i love disney so much i yeah just being able to like talk about like the latest disney shows and like the latest disney movies with them or like even talking about like the latest music with like my young people and all that stuff just like knowing what's going on and that is just like random stuff that i was just doing in my own spare time to like relax 
I would say made me a better person when I was working with them because mm. they understood me and I understood them a bit better than if I just had no idea of like where their worldview was coming from. So yeah, keep on online shopping and keep on watching Netflix because <laughs> pop culture is culture. Thanks. And okay, we'll be, do. You gotta have that cultural cultural awareness. Yeah. Over to you, Andrew. Um, I though. So I last year we have uh, the way our university works is we have what's called like generalist clinical mentors. So like a GP or or, or some uh, kind of experienced doctor who looks after a kind of small group of us for a kind of prolonged period of time, either the whole year or half the year, uh, that type of thing. And I remember when I first met one of the ones I had last year, um, he asked us all, what's your thing? And we were like, what? And he says, what's your thing? You know, what, what, what do you do? And uh, I'm just kind of like, well, what do, you, what do you mean by that? And he says, well, what, what's your hobby or, or what's your passion? Like, what do you do when you're not doing medicine? And of course, kind of through everyone, because we were, we're, we're, we're still sort of getting to know him and each other and uh i was you know you know kind of into photography he's like, oh cool he's and, and, and he would ask us each one of us about what our thing was and he says oh the reason i'm asking you is because um i think it's really important you know his was uh, writing he was writing a novel in his spare time so he'd have like a half day or a day each week that was that time to write his his novel um and he was saying that it's such a big problem as people get into medicine and drop everything that they do and become a doctor and that's their identity and he says and actually he says for some people that works but he says for a lot of people it, it doesn't and then you get into real bother further down the line when actually you, you don't have a thing and you really need a thing uh, to sort of keep mm. you going and his thing was like you know uh, what what is the thing that you're passionate about and what do you do nowadays you know each week or, or whatever to, to sort of nurture it a wee bit and uh, he was really big on protecting it so he always had a time each week where he would do some writing or um, uh, something like that uh, to, to just keep himself going he was like trying to instill that into us like early doors that you need to protect that yeah. even when you've got a family or when you're you've got exams or everything like that because um, in his view it was it was really important and I think I don't think at the time I quite realized it but as times went on uh, I always kind of think back and saying that to us all, and uh, I kind of go I need to protect my thing, need to need to um, nurture my, my photography, um, even if it is just to enjoy it for the sake of enjoying it. Um, so I think that's something that's kind of stuck with me a wee bit, um, and so yeah. I think like what he was saying, it doesn't really matter too much what it is, and it doesn't have to be for a prize if it's just something to that you're passionate about whether that's online shopping or netflix you know if you're really into your films or whatever and you know you know yeah. who is someone to say that that's that's not a real a real passion or a real hobby like if you're really into it uh, then, then i think it's something worth sticking with yeah and also worth adding it's probably not too late to pick something new up exactly yeah like if there was something yeah. that you've not tried before that you've always felt like you wanted to do there's no reason mm. that you shouldn't start doing it i don't think like being at medical school or being a junior doctor should be a reason to not try mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. new either. Yeah, yeah, that that's really made me like emotional for some reason. <laughs> like I don't know, just <laughs> sorry. I, I, I want to meet. <laughs> I want to, to meet this guy. No, no, no. 
Yeah, it's not, it's not heavy. It's just like it's it's a nice emotion. Yeah, kind of like and, and this is like such a cute, lovely yeah. sentiment. And and he backed it up as well because after the our time with him, his big thing was he would write, and if he couldn't write because he would go to a certain cafe, then he would paint. Um, and at the end of our uh, uh, block with him, uh, it's like a goodbye present for the four of us that were with him. He painted us all a wee small. A painting of like his favorite um spot in scotland and oh. uh, i still got it and he'd written like a wee good luck message in the back and that was like him, to our uh, listeners uh, i think Kurt is crying yeah no tears have come out yet if but... you think it made me realize like if you're going to give advice to like students like you should back up like uh, and he did because he was like you know and it was really nice as well and, and it was totally unexpected yeah. and that's i think that's why it stuck with me because i was like you know that's um that's somebody who's got it figured out you know, in terms of how to sort of look after himself and others, and I was like, that's a, I think a, a good sort of role model um, and, and something to sort of try and stick to. I think I want to meet this guy. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be happy to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my you god, he generally sounds amazing. Yeah, he was cool. I liked him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he's given us a really great takeaway message for today, <laughs> um, because that's all we've got time for on Shot Scratch today. like to hear more from us please subscribe to sharp scratch wherever you get your podcasts and in two weeks time you'll be notified of our next episode while you wait for the next one do check us out on social media we're bmj student on twitter facebook and instagram let us know what you think about the podcast using the hashtag sharp scratch i'd love to hear what you think we should cover later on in the season and it's also really helpful to us if you can leave us a rating and a review on apple pods or wherever you get your podcasts um, as it helps other med students find the show but until then bye from us bye, bye.